This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy Dini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Good afternoon, everybody. Ah, blimey. That was a difficult one, wasn't it? That was a difficult one. Let's let's be honest, we've all watched Mill Draws. We've all seen Mill Draws in our time. You can't be a football fan and not remember seeing a Mill Draw. But do you remember the Plymouth Mill Draw? We had two teams. We had a go at them. They They parked the bus, then they came and had a go at us, and it could have gone either way. That particular game, jeez, whiz, crikey, Justin, sir, what did you, what Hello. did you make of, of of your afternoon's entertainment? What entertainment, Peter? <laughs> so we were speaking to the guy Cozy from Andy Takes That Chance podcast in the week, and he said that last week they were four 0 down at half time. People were leaving. They're dreadful. They're an appalling team. We, we couldn't even get one past them. I, I, I did put a, a tweet out uh, a little while ago, which I'm serious about, which is some surgeons saved my eyesight a couple of years ago when I had a detached retina, only for me to waste it watching football like that. Absolutely appalling, boring, just a snooze fest. There's nothing really positive to take out of that as far as I can see. Waste of an afternoon for me. I, th- I think the thing is, I think anybody can probably accept an ill draw. Absolutely. But it's when you think about the team that they had out there, or the t- and I'm talking about Huddersfield here, they were stripped of fitness. They'd had Johnny Hogg wasn't in there because he got suspended. And we had our manager come out and say this in the prior to the game. Uh, Val, we come into this Huddersfield game off the back of seven points from last week. So how important will, will it now be to keep that momentum going? Yes, exactly. I think that uh, we had a good week last week. Now it's back on the normal week with Saturday uh, game. So we had a, a good week of, of work with the, the players. Everyone is available. 
uh, for the game. So we we have to to pick the the squad for the game tomorrow. Focus is for sure on our performance, the mentality we put to the last few games, the desire. There you go. There you go. The mentality, the well. desire. All of the players were fit. Now I'm not carping about the result because. The statistics are we are five games unbeaten and you are going to get times in a season when you don't play well. That's understood. But yes, we, we, we turned up and I appreciate the conditions were awful. The conditions were also awful for the fans who went up there and basically were, were chanting, I imagine, to try to stay warm as much as anything and getting, I think, very frustrated at our ability to go backwards all the time. We were fit. We got literally 100% fitness in that squad, was my understanding of the game, and they certainly didn't. The lad that they had up front, who was six foot nine. His name is Kyle Hudlin. He came from Solihull Moors. He didn't even score goals at you know, Solihull Moors particularly either. I think he's got one goal for Huddersfield in the League Cup, to my knowledge. So it's, well, really, is that is that what we're up against and what we're producing? Because last week, when obviously we, we went a goal down in the last knockings, we showed some character. And I think it's fair to say that, you know, you can play badly and you can show some character. The character we showed today reminded me of basically being you know a school kids not wanting to do games because it's raining and it's cold and it's nasty and it was the quintessential can you do it you know in Stoke on a Tuesday night well this was Huddersfield in the rain they weren't very ambitious they parked men behind the ball yes absolutely but the amount of possession we had to what we actually created was pitiful and we were as bad this week in terms of character as we were good at picking ourselves up and going at it uh, last week or Am I being unfair to them, Justin? You tell me. No, you're not. You're not being unfair, and it's all very well with the possession. But how much of that was in their final third or in their box? We're still passing it around the back. We're still passing it slowly around the back to backman and stuff. It's it's just boring, Peter. The football is boring, and when we have won one nil, we've stolen one at the end over the, the, the past few games. There's the Espria goal and. And that would have been for the but for that it would have been a nil. We're not a good team. We've got no fire or desire in the team at all. It was an awful match to watch. I feel very sorry for the people that have gone all the way up there. Long way to go to watch that in that rain. Yeah, it's just awful. Been a long time since I can remember watching a display that inept, frankly. Just tedious. Well, the, tedious. The, the reason why I pull out the, the, the Plymouth game at the start, second game of the season, was because you can get nil-nils where... Both both sides try. Now, don't get me wrong. Huddersfield, what they did was they sat back in numbers and they they frustrated us and and they got exactly what they wanted because they have lost recent games 4-0 and 4-0. They've literally, they'd said on, I was listening to the Hull, sorry, the Hull, uh, the Huddersfield commentary and they were fairly cock-a-hoop because they they were saying, oh, well, they've got all these really great players and we're reducing them, we're stopping them. And the half-time at nil... the opposition fans were right behind them because they hadn't just been gubbed. And the reason they hadn't been gubbed because we'd done very little with the ball. We'd had 70% possession. We'd had two shots. And I think the, the goalkeeper had got his gloves, well, I won't even call it dirty, I think once, which was shocking. But no, oh, there we go. Anyway, as ever, guys, it is not what we think, even though we'll come on and have a quick moan because, hey, <laughs> why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? It's about what you think. Are we unfair on, on the squad? We are five games unbeaten. Are we just ungrateful and entitled and all of the things that's been said? 
Or what do you think? It doesn't matter what your view, as we always say here, this is about giving you the opportunity and the voice to say it either aloud here if you wish, or we can go to the five word reviews, or you can put in, in reply on, on the tweet that this is attached to, you can put in the long form reviews as much as Twitter will allow you. Let's go to Rich WFC2, who's been, I'm sure, watching the same fair today. Rich, mate, what did you make of that? Um, I'm really trying to pick my words carefully tonight, Pete. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to ask you a quick question, first of all. At, at the moment, who's, the, who's probably the best player that Watford have got in their squad, would you say? Uh, the best player or the player yeah. who's performing the best? Well, both, in my opinion, at the moment. I think that game was calling out for Martins to come on and stretch yeah. them okay. because he gives them some pace. He gives you some yeah. unpredictability down the down the left. I don't like the way he always cuts in, but he's he's going to produce you something. If, yeah. if I'm looking I, on form, I'd also say, in fairness to Jake Livermore, I'd doff my cap to him because I've, I thought in a sea of a morass of rubbish today, he at least did the job of just stopping things, but there wasn't much coming through him. No, and to be honest, I think if I'd have asked that question to anyone listening at the moment, I think I would say nine out of ten would say the same as you did. And exactly my opinion as well, Matt Martins. He got four minutes plus injury time today, Pete. We're playing Huddersfield. They've lost the last two games by four goals. They are bereft of practically their full squad. Eleven players not available today. They are just desperate to get they had six players on their substitutes bench you can have nine <laughs> Watford have not played barely anybody in the top eight or nine this season we have played Leicester we've not played Ipswich yes we played Leeds away and there's several others up there I haven't even bothered to look um, Southampton another one we've not played yet we are where we are in the table have a look have a look at how many goals we've scored and how many goals we've conceded. It's zero. We have zero goal difference. We have a set of players that aren't the best that Watford have ever had by some considerable distance, but there is some decent players in that squad. There is, a, there is now a situation where we have a squad of players that can play. We were playing well up until 60 minutes last Saturday. There was a bit of momentum, mm-hmm. and we'd had two games away, two games where we'd won away, and we looked like we were getting somewhere. Valerian Ishmael then on 60 minutes inconceivably decided to change the whole to bring three players on totally hand the initiative to Millwall who by just the luck of Healy managing to get his head on a ball and stop it going in for the third goal and then Rajovic coming on and banging one with his head in the last second got us a point against Millwall the manager has again today has set us up to go to Huddersfield with everything that I've just said and their worst possible state, and we have sat and watched that. That is disgraceful, what we've seen today. That is just a mind-numbing rubbish. I'm sorry, that is not football. That is not football. I'm disgusted with what I've seen today, and I'm so angry. And, and I'm now thinking to myself, we've got Rotherham next Saturday. My God, if we don't win that game, and, and even if we do, we go into an international break. I've had enough, Pete. I don't, I'm not here. I don't want to call out managers. I don't want to get as seen as that. But I've had enough. And why there are managers out there available in people like John Eustace, who at least is a Watford man and will push us forward. I want to see effing attacking football. I want to see players fight for the ball. I don't want to see our defenders passing it. Christ almighty, on the 93rd minute today, we have 
Sierra Hoy and Sierra and Sierra Alta yeah. pass into each other along the back line. It's disgraceful. I've had enough. And if there's any Watford fans out there that are not agreeing, then what do you want? Are you happy? This is rubbish. You can say, yeah, five games we haven't lost. We're in the bottom half of the table. We're not scoring goals. We're not looking... Okay, I, know, I never expected us to get promoted. I didn't even expect us to get in the playoffs. I expect to be entertained. I expect to see a bit of football out of the team. That was mind-numbing. I had, I had the pleasure or whatever it was of watching a, a, a hive stream today with no commentary in the second half. So I'd literally watched the game. We, I could hear the noise. I could hear the crowd, what little there was of it, apart from there was plenty of booze at the end there. I watched the game with no commentary, so I could sit and study it pretty much like I do on a Saturday afternoon at Vicarage Road, yep. and I could see with my own eyes, and I'm actually looking at myself, and I'm thinking, I generally can't believe what I'm watching. I cannot believe what I'm watching. And our best player is sitting on the bench until the fourth minute of the 86th minute of the game. And this is a manager that is telling us that he's moving forward. We all hear all this nonsense in the newspapers that, that, that Andrew French and the Watford Observer are spilling out, that are coming out of their mouths uh, that he's reported. We're getting somewhere. Yet again, we've got players that should be in the team, not in the team. It's I'm sick of it. And I'm, there you go. Sorry, I, I tried to keep them closure and that last didn't last very long. I apologise. No, no, I'm no, sorry no. no. This... I, I, I've had enough, Pete. I've had enough. I don't want to see this rubbish anymore. I want to see it attacking football. I want to see us win football games. I want to see us compete in football games. You're in my, for those that remember back way back, as it seems now, we played Plymouth at home nil-nil. Yeah. And I came on here and I said that was a nil-nil massacre and I loved every minute of it. And a few people laughed at me for calling it nil-nil mm-hmm. massacre. But we were fabulous that day. We There was effort. There was people wanting to play. I don't care about nil-nils. I take nil-nils and most of the time you take a point away from home. That was a massive lost two points today. And if that is what Valerian Ishmael is all about, get in the bin. Sorry, I've had enough. Change it. Get in it. Get, get John Eustace in. I wanted him all along anyway. He's, at least he's Watford through and through. I've had enough. I've done it. There you go. I've called him out. Well, no, this is about what you think. This is about if you want to come on and you want to make your point, this is where you get to do it. And if you disagree with the people who come on and make their point, come on and make yours. Balance it out that way. This is literally... It's down to you to control the editorial and the content and all of that stuff. And as well, obviously, via the five-word reviews, as well, obviously, also through the long forms. I can't disagree on the bounds of the game that we've seen today. And as I played there, Valerian saying, well, we've had everybody, we've got everything, we've got to see the level of determination, the passion. Now, every game always has to succeed in terms of impact with the opposition. But the opposition we had today was so limited in its in its ambitions going forward that you can argue that yes, it was hard to to actually cut through them. They packed the the edge of the box. They packed the box itself. They've got a, a player in there like Helic, who is who, who is good. They are very tall, but at no point did we try to. <laughs> pull them out in terms of movement. There was no clever interplay. We play with this 4-3-3 in an incredibly static fashion. Pete, if you don't mind, this is why I'm saying, this is why I made my point at the very beginning and asked you the question I Mm -hmm. did. For exactly what you've said, 
Who is the sort of player that can unlock people, given chance, who gets four minutes plus injury time? It's disgraceful. For that alone, to me, that's sackable. Of course, you're going to play. What did you expect going to Huddersfield today, knowing what you don't? What did they expect? They're going to have 11 men behind the ball. They're fighting for their lives to try and stake a point. Most of their fans stuck with them all the time. They cheered every little bit they could yeah. because they knew their backs were against the wall. And we just play. And all we did, half of the game, we're in our own half, passing it backwards and forwards. And we got our best player sitting on the bench. Oh, sorry I interrupted you, but that's exactly no, my no, point. No, no, what no. you're saying is absolutely spot on. And that's why you look to your coaching team and management team to deal with it. And he didn't. It's, it's incredible. And he stopped us last Saturday as well. So I'm not just talking about today. He's got form for it. His substitutions are bloody awful. And he doesn't give the players a chance. And for once, the players aren't at fault for this. They're being told to play a certain way, and that is what they're doing. And as for the goalkeeper, he's barely had a touch today, but he's our captain. If he's got to be our captain, I'll be getting into that middle of that park saying, if in hell, guys, this ain't working, let's step it up. But we got nobody to do that. Well, it was interesting, and, and this isn't having a go at Bankman, because I still think no. there, there was a moment in there, and I think as Livermore has played more games, I think we're seeing the natural captain or leader in the middle of the park and there was a part in I think it was in the second half I think it was about the 54th minute so I made a made a kind of a sort of mental note where Valerian was basically having a word with Livermore because he's not going to do it with Backman because Backman's stuck back in his own half for once thankfully doing what he needs to do which he did clean sheet well done Dan no problem with that all right but he's got to talk to Livermore because we are attacking. We are we're sixty yards away, and he needs to get some organisation. I'm not saying that we have to switch it to him because sometimes you get people who are natural captains. They don't need the armband in order to do that. But in the laws of the game now, if they're going to actually question the referee, as we saw the other week, it's a thing to to have as an outfield player, so he can actually get in the ear of the ref, actually start asking questions about it, rather than if you remember when Backman went rushing out and caught hold of the referee and he was he was booked for knocking into it. Yes, it was very disappointing. We all know that. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Yeah. Well we do have one we do have one game left to go, obviously, which is which is Rotherham. And we'll see how we get on with that. But I think realistically we have to have got four points out of the six that were available until today. It was interesting when you talk when we talked to Coffee, which Cosy, sorry, which Justin mentioned earlier on. He was talking about Leeds, them playing Leeds last week, and they were 4 0 down, and a thousand people, a thousand of the supporters basically walked out. He said it was better for us all to go out on the beer than to, to sit and watch it. He said, and he used a phrase which we all laughed at. He said, fortunately, in the he- second half, they put the cue back on the rack and stopped scoring. I, I don't think we got the cue off the rack today. Exactly. That was the problem. Again. Yeah, absolutely. Rich, thank you, sir, as always. Good night, guys. Cheers, mate. Okay, go. (laughs) Everybody can lick their own individual wounds. It makes absolute sense. Hi, this is Nigel Gibbs, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You are listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I find this illogical. Let's get to Ellie. Let's hear what Ellie thinks now, because Ellie's going to be all, all happy now because uh, Man United got a late winner, which is what obviously we were pushing for and we didn't manage it, which, which is good because we, we know where the other half of your heart lies. Come on then, mate. What do you reckon? Oh, I just think we're going to go down. There is no hope. I don't think, I really that, do. I don't think that's the I case think... at all. <laughs> Equally. We look at Sheffield Wednesday and I just, we did 10 minutes of it and then went, absolutely, no more of this shite, we're off. So I went and did my Christmas shopping. Ooh. How do people and, do Christmas shopping in November? Justin. Well, I've, it's I've, just I've, easy. It, it was just the best option to do. And you need to have an outfield player as a captain. You cannot have Dappy Dan in goal shouting orders because he's not in the middle of the playing field. The team need, they need direction, they need a hell of a lot of work being done. And I just don't think I ate him. Everyone knows I ate him. But he's kept a clean sheet today. He's done that bit. No? I, I, I just, I still don't think, he's just not up to standard at all. Yeah, he's kept a clean sheet today. Well done. What do you want? Brownie points? We need some of that every week in, week out. Train hard, play harder. Yeah, I think though we're we're five. I'm, I'm gonna. I've, I've got to play. Uh, I've got to play the balance here. I know here. you've got to play. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the word I was looking for. But five games unbeaten, and I'm not saying it was good today because it absolutely wasn't. It was. But we it, should have won today. We well, should yeah. have won at Huddersfield. Huddersfield, you would go up there for a jolly, and we used to make it look like a training session, and we would spank them three, three, four. Do you know what I mean? Like it was guaranteed three points. I cannot believe that we have got fans travelling back from Huddersfield in the pouring rain after seeing that. Really? It's not fair. And the travelling fans deserve better. The fans deserve better. And I just think the state of the club is an absolute joke. And I think it's rotten from top to bottom. And I think this is something Uncle Ron's been saying for absolutely months and months. And the more piss-poor performances we have, yeah, we've got five clean sheets. Yay. But the problem is is in and around where we are in the mix, it's so tight at the bottom of that of the table. It's so tight in the championship. And it's one of the hardest leagues to come out of and to get promoted and to get promotion for so we'll see where the season lies but he, he I d- I'm not impressed at all with any of it to tell you the truth fair enough honest. no fair enough fair enough let us know do you agree with with Ellie do you think we are relegation contenders let's go across and have a little look at the table before we before we move through to this let's have a look at the championship if I could spell the word championship would obviously help do apologize everybody incompetence is still our watchword it's our USP that's what we like to see so we are in 16th we are eight points off of relegation no I don't think so I don't see this being a relegation season but it's not a question of the results it's a question of the missed opportunities it's a question of again just saying what what are we doing that we shouldn't be doing and what aren't we doing that we should and the movement today was really bad and the character just fell off a cliff because as rich said up until 60 minutes last week we're looking playing some nice stuff it felt like everything was moving in the right direction and today it, it felt like the team reflected the weather as much as anything and that they dropped deep so it seemed to be it almost felt like an acceptance that well 
it's nil. We're away from home. A point away from home is good. That's the contemporary thinking. Draw away from home, win your home games, you'll be okay. But that was a gift horse. And we looked at it in the mouth today and just decided not to do anything about it, which was a shame, which was a shame. Anyway, let's get to, as ever, let us know if you want to come on and say something or we could just make it a short one. Everybody may well feel that, no, Pete, we've had enough about that. And that's fair enough. I've got no problem with that. But let me know if you can know what this game was. Here was a game that had... Some goals at the end, which is what we were praying for. See if you can recognise it. And Watford now can sense a third goal and a winner. Falls again to Genie. Who provides it? Troy Genie deep into stoppage time. Scores what will surely be the winning goal for Watford. 2-1 down on 90 minutes. There you go. There's today's commentary game. Not Coventry game, that would be a three-all, but commentary game. 2-1 down, pulled it back. 2-1 down in the last knockings, pulled it back and won it 3-2 with a goal from Troy Deeney. Do let us know on the five words and on the long forms what game you think that might be. Justin, this week we have recorded and we released some World versus Carl. So we're, we're, we've got a couple that will be coming out in the in the international break for your, for your I was going to say, listening pleasure, but I'm not sure there is much listening pleasure this <laughs> today at least. But we got one out this week, which was also helping just to push and promote the fact that Mr. Mike Duffy of, of Voices of the Vic did his run today. And I just want to say a massive thank you. We called it out last week and he was hoping to try to get over his over his target. Pete Fincham was good to his word and weighed in with a, with 50 notes to get him over his target. But lots of other people joined in after and thank you so much for that. He did the run today. You'll see everything on our Twitter page there, which is tremendous. He did that and then he also posted up the pictures of, of him in the pub. And there was quite a funny picture as he finished... He was wearing his his current Watford kit with with a yellow headband, which I think, uh, Justin, I think you'll agree. I think I think that would go well with the current kit. I think it's missing that. I, yes, I think that should be added immediately as a uh, fixture to the home kit. Yes, in terms of World versus Carl, it is a Watford based quiz, and anyone can come on and play. You don't have to have a, a massively extensive knowledge of all things Watford because at the end of the day you're playing Carl and he does have a good knowledge of Watford but doesn't seem to want to use it in some of these games <laughs> yeah anybody that wants to take part in that just let us know just send us a message because we're going to record some more and they're good fun to record looking forward to releasing the one with Booties Brett and seeing how that goes down because <laughs> that was quite good fun to do I can see Greg's uh, yep. popped his head around yep. the corner I'm going to give way as they say well absolutely the because as we know Greg often will park up this is Wendover Horn will often park up so that we don't get to hear all the noise and obviously with the driving rain and the conditions and the driving conditions we wouldn't want him to be endangering anything there Greg sir you were at the game come on then sir give us your report from from the feel the tone and the uh, uh, and, and the whole crowd who, who made the who made the trip my feet are soaking wet and I'm wet to the skin and that was just boring I'll summarise us, shall I? Well, far away, you, yeah. You, you enjoyed it then, Greg, yeah? Sweet oh, yeah. I'll summarise us, our style of play. Tippy-tappy, ball breaks down. Then we go again. Tippy-tappy, ball breaks down again, and so on. Boring. Turn left onto school lane. Boring. <laughs> We're sponsored by, by, uh, by the GPS again. School no. lane. It, it's just boring, Pete. It's boring. 
Yep, that's certainly the words that Justin used. There, there was a moment in the second half, and it, I'm trying to remember who it was who got the ball and was cutting in. I think it was Martins, and he cut in to to the penalty box. He was crossed across the 18 yard line on the left, driving inwards, and and Jamal Lewis, who seemed to revert to the Jamal Lewis we've known from two and three weeks ago, rather than the ones that we've seen recently, made an underlapping run. He went inside yeah, him. Yeah. He didn't think he didn't think to create any width. And we, yeah. I've talked till I'm blue in the face about the lack of width that we've seen in, in terms of these inverted wingers. And I appreciate when I was talking to Rich, I said, Well, yeah, you'd go with Martins. If he's gonna inver- if he's gonna push in, the space is outside. That's where you if you're attacking and you're penetrating the uh, the penalty box on the inside, there's loads of space on the outside. Pull it back, put the cross in. That's where we. That's how we did it last week, and we just didn't seem to do it. Was anybody particularly singled out by the crowd there today, Greg? Because oh, Pete, Pete today, so many. Yeah, sorry, Pete. Today is the first time ever I've seen us go away from home and get something, and they're booing at the end. Val comes over at the end, and everybody's booing. You're not fit to wear the shirt. This is boring. Boo. And that's the first time in all my travels when we've actually got something away from home. I've seen I've seen that. Be very interesting to know what the possession stats were. I reckon they're going to be about 70-30 in our in, in, in our favour. But we never look like doing anything. It's boring. Val had a team in Barnsley of average footballers that he got to the playoffs by going direct. What is wrong with occasionally going direct and mixing it up a bit? I just don't get it, Pete. I don't get it. I agree with Rich and Martins not being on the pitch. His problem is getting Martins on the pitch when Semmer's on the pitch. Now, the solution to that is drop Lewis, play Semmer at left wing back, and then Martins and Semmer can play. Because the Lewis that I'm watching is not the Lewis that I saw at Norwich. Not at all. He just, his first, when he gets the ball, what is it, Shorty? He just wants to go sideways or backwards. And many of them, their first instance when they get the ball is sideways or backwards. It's just boring. Well, the thing is... Football... Got, no, well, I was going to say. So the things, the possession that we had today was seventy-one percent possession. But so, something like that, yeah, yeah. And especially in that second half, because what they did was they basically they would be prepared to hit out on the break. But to be frank, they didn't have players who were going to hurt us enough on on the break. They really didn't. So it was a question because of they're going they're to sit shite. back. Yeah, they yeah. are shite, Pete. They're shite. <laughs> well, they are. But we couldn't break them down. The number we of shots, not. the number of shots, no. they had five, we had nine. They had two on yeah. target, we had three. So we have had yeah. literally three times the amount of uh, possession, slightly less. And we have managed to, with that, muster one further effort on goal. We had three corners, yeah. they had one. Again, the number of times we hit the front man, we didn't with the last with the last corner, I know. And we performed 20 fouls. They performed Six. So it wasn't yeah. like it wasn't like they were they put in good defensive solid performance because they stopped us going into areas, but we were so unimaginative. There, there's a phrase which is straight line thinking or straight line running equals straight line thinking. But you need diagonal diagonal running because it moves that defender off of both planes, both both forward yeah. and back and right and left, and that's where you create space. All we do is basically go, if we're going to work it out to the side, then we're going to cut back in to try to put a cross in, which is 
angling into the keeper, so it's favouring him if if we're lucky. Uh, no, no wonder. But poor old Ryavich is is struggling. We saw yesterday, last week, sorry, what he does when he gets a decent ball in. A very just, it was just one of those nights, and it's perfectly fine to sit there and go look. Ah, it's one of those performances. It's a frustrating but it's not performances. One of those performances. It's a box standard performance. That is the style of play. And it's boring. Uh, a, a, a GT comment is the fan on the terraces does not pay his money to watch a centre-back passing it backwards and forwards to each other. GT actually said that in one of his in one of his uh, monologues. I played it so, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's not what we pay our money for. It's all right if you can zip it around like Man City can. Fine. We can't. We can't. We're not good enough to do that. So let's occasionally go direct. What is wrong with going direct occasionally? Mixing it up is beyond me. So, it is absolutely beyond me, and it is boring. Bearing in mind, and Guy, we're going to come to you very shortly, sir. Bearing in mind, as you said there, the kind of football that he played at Barnsley was big and yeah. it was direct. Is it? Yeah. Are we simply not playing that because he's trying to be more expansive and play more football because we've got an ownership that likes to play kind of possession football? Or, well, is, he play, or is he playing that way because he simply doesn't have the players to tr- to be able to play that? We don't have a forward who can do that effectively. We've got Ryavich, yeah. we've got Bio. They've both got qualities, but both of them lack what the other one offer. Have we just not no. got the ability to go forward because we no. simply don't have the personnel? Look, we've got right-footed wingers that can play on the right side. We've got left-footed wingers that can play on the left side without switching it on, on, on the wrong side and switching in. That helps things dramatically because you get to the byline and you get the ball across, for starters. Yeah. Get the ball out quickly and get it out to your wingers. You were you chaired Palazzi Gino when he said at Palazzi Gino, I will not be playing my Barnsley style because at Watford... I've got a better quality of player. I'm sorry, Val, you haven't. You've got a similar standard than you had at Barnsley. Let's mix it up a bit and let's occasionally go direct. Before I go, Pete, I've got Shorty, my mate in the car, and he'd like to enter the the competition. Oh, you've got an idea as to which game that could be. Let me me just play that for everybody before we go to Shorty and get that. Just so everybody else... And since... A third goal and a winner falls again to Gini. Who provides it? Troy Dini deep into stoppage time. Scores what will surely be the winning goal for Watford. 2-1 down on 90 minutes. There you go. Shorty, 2-1 down on 90 minutes. Dini gets the winner. What game do you think that was? Watford against Aston Villa at home in the Premiership. Under which manager? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's enough. Shorty's got it. I'm only throwing it in to wind you up. So, Shorty, you're absolutely right. It was the game whereby, if you remember, for many years it was a famous it was a famous game because we actually scored a free kick from Alman Abdi. Oh. And then Stephen Berghaus. Remember him? That was one of those good players that we signed and then threw away. Suddenly was played on the right under Kiko Sanchez-Flores, finally played him late on in the season and put in a beautiful ball. Again, inverted, but it was a great ball into Dini to score. Well done, Shorty. Excellent stuff. Well, there you go. It's nice to know that you guys in that car have at least won something today. Well done. Well done indeed. Set you. <laughs> oh, there you are. 
<laughs> All right, mate. All right, guys. Have a, have a very safe journey home. Take it easy. It's horrible conditions out there. We know. You know it more than anybody because you're wet through. Just just take it easy and, uh, and and have a safe journey back indeed. Very good. Let's get across to Neil. Neil, Nelly. Oh, excellent. Yes, that's it. Because we, we tried to come to you last time, Neil. Let's get to you, sir. We had some fun and games with the with the car stereo coming on. Neil, sir, hit your, your mute button and uh, and let us know your thoughts on everything. Hi, Pete. How are you? Hello, mate. Yes, I'm all right. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm all right, but it's been a... It's, what a frustrating game it was for, to, to me. How did you see things then? Oh, I thought the game was called off. <laughs> yes, it, there was you know, a game nearly broke out, but didn't quite, did it? No, I turned Hive on and I was listening to... <laughs> I was listening to Bradford versus Wickham. Call me old-fashioned, Pete. I stand in the rookery. I look to the left, and there's a fantastic television studio there. I used to watch games during COVID with Emma and all that lot. I switch on Hive Live, and I'm listening to Bradford versus Wickham, and I'm paying for that every week. Mm. I've put on Twitter today, do they not do a sound check, like maybe 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, see if they can broadcast? I did see a lot of things coming in about this, and yeah. yeah, that did happen. I, from what I saw before the stream started today, is we were, I think we were using the commentary from three counties. I don't know whether uh, John Marks was actually doing it today, but I think there was, there's obviously something gone horrendously wrong there. Yeah. There's a lot of complaints about Hive Live, a lot of people are unhappy about it. But Yeah, but if, if you sub it out, at least make sure the people you're going to yeah. sub it off are fit for purpose. Yeah, if you're charging now, for something like that, now, yeah, you, yeah. Right up until two days ago, I was I was going to buy a ticket and go. I've done a course all week. I'm absolutely knackered. Last night I had a bit of an emergency, so I had to take over in the office. Didn't finish to four o'clock this morning. Cool. And I, I might have mentioned a couple of weeks ago. I used to live up in Huddersfield, so yes. I've had a great day out, etc. And f- funny enough, one of the guys on my coach on my course runs all the coaches for the Watford football supporters from Mullaney's. Cool. Hi to Alan. Hi to Alan, if you're listening. He did say he was going to give it a listen. Now, that's my annoyance because I ain't got a clue what happened today. The only way I know what happened at the game is listening to you guys. So I gather it weren't a great game. So that's that bit got out of the way. That's my moan. I have sent them an email. I want my money back. And I think it's a laughing stock. When I'm working away midweek and I'm working away in Birmingham, I've got Hive Live on connected to the sound system so I can listen to it. After time, it don't work. After time, and the second after that, all, all I could hear was the supporters in the crowd. Now, that gave me a little bit of an idea. Yeah. Yeah. Did it with the crap game. So Did it with the, the crap game. Well, the first half they carried, as you said, they carried the Wickham game for some reason on the yeah. audio with the visuals from the game. Yeah. Basically, had access to the Huddersfield feed. So I did that. And in fairness, Huddersfield. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not, not definitely not one of the worst. I have to say there there have been some real real shockers, but they weren't some of the worst. But the second half, I did what you heard, which was we had the visuals, but they literally just didn't have any form of commentary at all. And it's not right. beyond the wit of man for a paid service, as you say, to ensure that feed is coming through. Um, technology these days, even with this, we're we're running this off of, off of phones. Everybody, it's amazing what what you can do with the technology that yeah. is now freely available. It exactly. is a shame. The other week they refunded funded everybody their Hive subscriptions and then said, oh, sorry, we didn't mean to do that. We're going to be taking it back out again, which is, which is again, a little bit, a little yeah. bit rum, most definitely. But then, 
Then again, Pete, it's hilarious, isn't it? You send an email in and they say, oh, sorry, we're on automatic answers. No one here today. What, on your broadcast day and you've got no one there? So that's me little rant done with Hive. Now, here we go. Here's the big point. Here's the thinking point for today. Oh, I like this. Go on then. Far away. Look at the date, everybody. We've got 21 days until we play Leicester. In between, we've got... Uh, struggling Rotherham coming down the Vic next week. So yeah. that could be a gimme. That could be a gimme. After that Leicester game, that's when the gloves are off, ladies and gentlemen, because there's no one in that run from Leicester onwards that's below us until New Year's Day. So off we go. And those guys down in London Coney, you got no hiding place after 21 days. You got to go to Leicester. You got to show us what you like. You got to show us could you possibly be up to uh, Premiership standard, which most of us at the moment doubt? Or you got to show us? Are you going to roll over and and send your captain out to tell everyone that you got scared like you did at Leeds? You got twenty one days, guys, down at London Coney to get yourself sorted, and then we're off. And we're from that minute after the Leicester game kicks off, we're in a battle all the way until the big man with the white beard and the red suit has been and dropped your prizzies down the chimney. Ken Bates is delivering presents this year. This is good news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's, let's have a look through that through that fixture list. Obviously, we had Huddersfield. Huddersfield, I think we would have described today as a gimme, bearing in mind they were thoroughly weakened and they have been right royally pumped in the last couple of weeks. We didn't get that. So we've got Rotherham next week. On the uh, Saturday, the 25th of November, we have got Leicester. The following Tuesday uh, at home, we have Norwich. We then have Hull, who are doing good things under Liam senior we then have Southampton we then have Ipswich we then have Preston we then have Blackburn just before as we say just before the man in red and white comes and delivers goods to us let's hope that's Bristol City on the 26th who knows it yeah it's going to be hard however we've also got to look at it on the basis of I know I keep coming back and saying this because the statistics there they're going to be coming back from that and I, it'd be really interesting to hear what Valerian Ishmael has come out with so far do let us know I'll have a look at the five words and see if anybody's put anything in there about what's come out and has been said It'd be good to think that they know exactly what they've done today and that it's not been their greatest work in terms of performance. And as a lot of people said, no, you can take a nil, you get them. It's going to happen. They defended well, fair play to them. But but the performance is definitely lacking. So we'll see where we go with Huddersfield and sorry, with Rotherham next week and take it from there. Neil, sir, super cool. Thank you very much for that. My one question that I have, which is very telling, how well did the Shakers rebuild go last week? Oh, it was actually, it was really good. I saw young Cole when I got there. The young Cole? I, Justin, I do you and, know a young I, Cole? Young? Yeah, young yeah. Cole. Oh, okay. And, no. I met, I, and I met the American guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, all, and the twins' birthday party was all up the back and they had a live band and everything. And someone said, oh, it's really busy down at the bar. And I said, oh, no, that's the lot that have been at football. They're, they'll probably be gone by about half past seven. Wrong. I was chatting to Carl about quarter past 11. But, <laughs> but I will say he was stood upright and he was in good form. Now, just one quick thing. Everyone on the way back, safe journey driving home tonight, ladies and gentlemen, and see you all at the Vic next week. Lovely stuff, lovely stuff. Neil, thank you so much indeed. Wonderful to hear from you.
It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.